0: Welcome to Health Currents Radio, and I'm Ellen Goldsmith, your host. This show is all about transforming your life through your health. We're going to meet people who've done that, give you the resources to work on it, and share information that can inspire and motivate you to make positive changes in your health. My passion is health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. I want to thank Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic in downtown Portland, Oregon, for sponsoring Health Currents Radio. You can find Pearl Natural Health at www.pearlnaturalhealth.com. Stress, fact of life. We all deal with it every day. Our bodies are meant to adapt to stress. So what's stress, especially long-term stress, got to do with our health, and what can we do about it? That is what we are going to talk about today with Dr. Gary Weiner, naturopathic physician and acupuncturist. But just a few facts first. According to the American Psychological Association, nearly half of all Americans report that stress has a negative impact on both their personal and professional lives, as well as having long-term health consequences, ranging from such ailments as fatigue, Obesity, heart disease, anxiety and depression, as well as a host of other chronic diseases. 43% of all adults suffer adverse health effects from stress. 75% of all doctors' visits are for stress-related ailments and complaints. And the Occupational Safety and Health Administration has declared stress a hazard of the workplace. Stress costs American industry more than $300 billion annually. This is a list we can take a moment to reflect on. And how is stress impacting your life? Dr. Gary Weiner is a naturopathic physician, acupuncturist, co-owner of Pearl Natural Health, and my husband, and he's here for the interview. Dr. Weiner graduated from the National College of Natural Medicine with degrees in naturopathic medicine and classical Chinese medicine. Transforming his own health through diet motivated Dr. Weiner to change from a successful career as a screenwriter and producer for public television and film to a career in medicine. Dr. Weiner specializes in the treatment of chronic disease, endocrine, and autoimmune disorders. He lectures frequently and is a member of the advisory committee to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Dr. Gary Weiner, welcome to Health Currents Radio.
1: Thanks for having me, Ellen.
0: Well, Gary, let's start with, this is a pretty big, uh, an interesting list of facts on stress and illness. So how do you see and define stress in relationship to one's health?
1: Well, um, the body has to react to everything that happens in our life. Emotional, physical, environmental, and Everybody that I see in my clinic comes with a story of lots and lots of stressors in their life. And usually in these cases where health is breaking down, the body has a problem with responding appropriately to all these stresses at the time when they visit with me. In fact, the body has stopped responding in a healthy way to adapt to all of these stressors that it encounters.
0: So you mean they've lost their capacity to adapt to stress, and so what starts to happen? What are you seeing?
1: Well, what what happens when you can't adapt to stress, when you can't adapt to emotional difficulties, when you can't adapt to the food that you're eating, when you can't adapt to various toxins in the environment and pollution, when you can't adapt any longer to handle some disease that you, you suddenly have or some, uh, some other health challenge, then the, the body begins to lose its ability to function and various organs and systems of the body don't function at a level that creates health. Now, this can mean that uh, the thyroid gland stops producing enough hormone. The adrenal gland stops making enough of the hormones that control allergic reactions. Uh, it can mean that the blood pressure gets too high or gets too low. It means that the heart stops functioning at an uh, at an opt, in, in an optimal way, and we could go through one system, Ellen, after the next, and see where there's a kind of I think the word is decompensation that starts to happen, and then patients get a, uh, people get a lot of symptoms, and um, one becomes vulnerable to actually having a pathology uh, suddenly.
0: So, okay, so. Somebody comes in and they have um, hypertension and they're tired and they, their digestion is lousy and they're tired and they can't sleep. And how do you start to kind of unwind all of this, all of these complex symptoms and, and how do you help them understand the role of stress in this?
1: Well, uh, you know, any any evaluation of somebody with uh, health problems, I'm going to look at what is the role of stress and stressors in their life. And if I come up with, uh, if I get an impression that it's that stress is high, that stressors are present, then we seek to break it down further into what they are. And you know, it 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 does tend to boil down to the gland called the adrenal gland, Ellen, which is, you know, as you know, this the, the these stress hormone producing glands that sit on top of each of our kidneys, doing an assessment of that uh, gland to see, how it's functioning and is it able to produce the, the juice, the, the, the hormonal juice that neutralizes stress in the body? And what we see with a lot of people with health problems, a lot of people with autoimmune diseases, a lot of people with chronic fatigue and digestive difficulties, uh, is that that gland has ceased producing the juice at levels it needs to, to, to be healthy and to handle stress well. So we have a kind of decompensating stress reaction mechanism in the body that is usually partnered to the health problem. And if we don't focus on it, if we don't uh, do something about it, uh, more problems ensue. So that juice is called? Well, the, the adrenal gland makes a uh, a lot of hormones. But the main things that we're looking at are cortisol, uh, dehydroepiandrosterone, also known as DHEA, and of course the fight-or-flight hormones epinephrine and norepinephrine, uh, which uh, when when we're highly stressed often are over-secreted
0: uh, and cause a, a host of problems in their own right. So there are people that are in a uh, kind of like a high state of stress, right? And they're walking around, and they're probably secreting a little bit more of that norepinephrine, that adrenaline, as we commonly call it, right, through the system.
1: That's right, and you know the this uh, scientist Hans sale uh, who uh, decades ago studied what chronic stress does to mammals. He, unfortunately, he he, he dissected rats that had been stressed out Ooh. beyond the imagination uh, in a laboratory situation and then looked at what happened to their organs. And what he found was, and he also tested them while they were still alive, seeing high blood pressure, blood sugar problems, cardiovascular problems of various kinds, and ulceration of vital uh, tissue structures in the digestive system. So we know, uh, and and of course there's been a lot of human research ever since, that you know, high stress hormone secretion in the first stages of stress problems is very damaging to the system. And on the other flip side of that, when that goes on for a long time, and you and I both know that we're seeing people out in the world and we've experienced it ourselves where we are under stress for long, long periods of time, the whole mechanism of being able to cope with all of the things we have to react to starts to wear away, and what you really have then is the opposite. You have very low hormone output, and that's a that's another problem. That's another phase of the same problem.
0: It's kind of like depleting your bank account, right? You're kind of running, or your gas in the car. You're just running on empty, and you're just
1: borrowing and borrowing and <laughs> right. borrowing, and pretty much the banks say, "Sorry." we can't loan you any money, any more money. We haven't received any payments. And you, and can't, so health- even,
0: you can't even raise the debt ceiling, right? <laughs> exactly. You can't do
1: that. And yet, you know, I refuse to make the debt ceiling part of the argument. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> However, you know, what, what we do have to do, instead of borrowing more, what we have to do is invest, to quote our president, in the infrastructure of our lives, the infrastructure of our health. And that's where we come to, what do we have to change to reduce? the stressors and to repair what has been damaged. From okay. All the so
0: what what do what where do you go the next place? Let's let's give our listeners something what would they do? How can you do that? Let's say your life out there can't change, you know. You you you're stressed. You got a lot of stress in your life. You have got work stress, family stress, financial stress, and of course you have health stress because you're not feeling well. What do you do?
1: Well, the, what you do is you control the things that you can control so that you have a better ability to deal with the factors that you cannot control. So what we can control is what we eat, uh, how we move, and uh, we have the ability to develop habits and behaviors, and I'm going to use the word practices because it leads to uh, one of the solutions uh, that is often recommended in my practice, and that is we have the ability to shift the way that we respond to the stuff of life that are the challenges and the obstacles in relationship and uh, to develop mindfulness practices wherein we shift our ability in responding so that we don't just react inappropriately to the next thing that happens. And, uh, you know, the best way to do this is to learn the meditative parts. Uh, You and I both uh, know about a discipline called mindfulness-based stress reduction, which is um written about so eloquently by uh John Kabat-Zinn where people can learn to meditate can learn to breathe can learn not to jump and can start to reframe to reframe what is occurring as it's occurring so that they don't deplete their health right in the simple act of of responding to uh someone saying go here, do this, I want this.
0: Really what we're talking about is, is, is giving the system some internal support to increase flexibility and become more responsive as opposed to reactive, really. That seems to be what you're saying, right?
1: That's right. And, you know, stressors are psychological. Stressors are physical in the environment, mm-hmm. food poisons, breathing in smoke, smoking a cigarette, medicines that people are taking uh, for long periods of time can be stressors on the body. Um, There are Things that we are taking into our bodies from the environment that we do have control over. Mm-hmm. And of course, food is, uh, you know, using food as a kind of practice, making a, a healing practice out of mm, the choices that we make in what we put into our mouth, taking the time around food preparation to uh, create beautiful food that's nurturing to us can be the gateway for a lot of people to begin to shift what they're doing in their life that is uh, uh, producing stress.
0: So just as a a final few thoughts, um, it sounds like, and I know this too, and you and I know this just from working with patients, that you can change, right? I mean, you can really start to transform your system and um, improve your health just through reducing stress. And so I was just wondering if you could just share you know uh, maybe one last thought on on you know what what would a person do um, to get that support i mean uh, to start to improve their health and reduce the negative impacts of stress on their system?
1: Well, uh, definitely get some help. Um, I think, you know, while there are some very good books out there, uh, there's one in particular by uh, Dr. Wilson uh, called uh, Adrenal Fatigue, where he walks people step-by-step step through adrenal recovery, uh, the, the most important thing to do is to, uh, to do an assessment uh, of, of what is stressful in life, be it relationships, be it... Uh, activities, be it uh, substances, uh, be it the diet, be it one's marriage or uh, to to isolate and define each of those areas in column one and in column two to start to get creative about how one could begin to shift uh, what's happening in each of those areas to to change it and make it less of a stressor in life and and so and it's of course it's very helpful to get uh, assistance in this from uh, a healthcare practitioner who is experienced in working with stress-related illness
0: that's great so for people who want to contact you maybe get some help if they're have any kind of chronic disease and feel that they're also under uh, undue stress how could they reach you how they could they contact you
1: Well, you can contact me through my clinic, our clinic, uh, Pearl Natural Health at uh, www.pearlnaturalhealth.com. The phone number over there is 503-230-8973 or feel free to write an email to uh, pearl at pearlnaturalhealth.com.
0: Okay. Well, Gary, thanks so much for spending time with us today on Health Currents Radio and talking to us about stress and disease and stress and health.
1: Thanks for having me, Ellen.
0: So just leaving us with one last thought for today, Dr. Weiner was talking about mindfulness practices and just wanted to share with you that the National Institute on Health did some studies suggesting that mindfulness practices may help people manage stress, cope better with serious illness, reduce anxiety and depression. And many people who practice mindfulness have reported an increased ability to relax, a greater enthusiasm for life and improved self-esteem. And what we're talking about is a program that was developed by Dr. John Kabat-Zinn at the UMass Medical uh, School in 1979 called the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program. And um, it's been featured in the Bill Moyers documentary, Healing in the Mind. And over 18,000 people have completed this eight-week course, which takes place over two hours a week, um, which offers intensive training in mindfulness and meditation and and actually how you integrate it into the challenges, the adventures of everyday life. If you want more information on these courses called MBSR in your community, if you don't live in the Portland area, you can go to www.umassmed.edu MBSR. In Portland, there are a number of programs, and I also offer a program at Pearl Natural Health, so you can go to our website there, at www.pearlnaturalhealth.com. That's all for our show today. I'm Ellen Goldsmith and my passion's health, and it's what I've done for over 30 years. I want to thank again our sponsor, Pearl Natural Health, a naturopathic acupuncture and Chinese medicine clinic in downtown Portland, Oregon, and you can contact them at pearlnaturalhealth.com. You can listen to Health Currents Radio and connect with us on communityradio.fm/slash healthcurrents radio. Subscribe to us on iTunes or find us at the Stitcher mobile app. Join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com/slash healthcurrents radio. We want to know how you're transforming your life through your health and what questions you might have that you want to hear answered on Health Currents Radio. Join us next week when we speak with Julia Tinkham Ray, occupational therapist of her inspiring story on how she healed her ulcerative colitis and her journey into the specific carbohydrate diet.